Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. They don't love the game as much as I love the game. And they don't know how much, like how hard I had to work to get to where I am today. You feel me? So they don't speak the same language as me. That's why whenever I'm in the Miami Dolphins training facility, I, I don't even talk to some people, bro. Okay, let it be known. I'm working hard when I ain't on the phone. This ain't a hug. This ain't a phone. Grind never stopping. I'm keeping it. We are back with another episode of It Needed to Be Said the end season with Cheetah. How you feeling, man? How you feeling, champ? Feeling great, man. Um, Obviously, you know, this weekend ain't go the way, you know, we wanted it to go, but, you know, um, any day above earth is always great. So feeling great, um, body feel good. So excited, excited, excited about another opportunity this weekend, man. Good. First off, I heard so many people and I read so many comments. I did research this time, right? But <laughs> they were talking about, oh, well, Tua and Tyreek, they couldn't do this. Offense couldn't do this. Not knocking any defense, but. If you want to put up points by the offense and put up yards, you got to actually be on the field, right? <laughs> right, right, exactly, man. Um, that, that's just how this game goes. Like, um, a lot of people on Twitter, like, they become GMs all of a sudden on their couches, which is crazy. So, um, obviously, you know, our job is to make plays and you know to you know um, slow the game down and help our help our defense win games and. You know, Sunday, it it, it, it it just wasn't one of those cases. You know, um, obviously, me and Tua had the deep shot down the field. And we, we began to, you know, catch our drift in the second, you know, have a little bit. Um, but, you know, Eagles, they're, they're a good team, you know. They're Super Bowl run, runner-ups, and they got a real good team, real um, a good coach, good offense. And we, we needed that challenge. Like, we needed that punch in the mouth. So, um, I'm definitely glad that we got the opportunity to go down to Philly and play in that game. You know, people always say sometimes we, we shy away from uh, uh, getting into drop balls. Uh, they I think they don't think you hold yourself accountable uh, for drop balls or mispasses or, or, or miscues on different routes. Uh, what's your take on, I think you had just ran the quick little slant cross, ball hit your hands, drop, it, it just from – Looking at the camera, and once they slowed it down, it's like you might have taken your eyes off to make sure that safety wasn't going to clean you up, man. Nah, it was just one of them issues where I was moving too fast and my knee hit the ball, man. So, um, yeah, man, my job is to make plays. And, you know, um, I, I don't shy away from anything. Like, if I mess up, I mess up. Like, but mm-hmm. when I mess up, it's going to be at 110%. And mm-hmm. as, as a receiver, your mindset has to be next play. You know what I'm saying? I never mm-hmm. can dwell on that moment. Um, and that's the beautiful thing about this sport that we play. It's a team game. We, we didn't score on that drive. Our defense came back and got a pick six. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, that's just me. That's just my MO. And my teammates, they know. Like, one thing about Cheetah, he's not trying to, you know, drop a pass. Like, he's trying to make every play. I'm trying to embarrass people. I'm trying to put up 200 <laughs> every game. That's my mindset, man. And, you know, the Eagles, they did a great job, man. Um they had changed their coverage and they started putting two, three people on me. Like they had put their, their I believe he was a rookie, six four guy mm-hmm. named Eli Ricks, and he did a great job, you know, keeping his leverage. Um, 
keeping inside leverage, keeping outside leverage with safety help. And he did a great job keeping his leverage. Um, and those guys made some plays down the stretch. So excited for those guys, man. And we just like we just need other guys like to be ready for for that to happen. Like when teams are playing like that, keying in on one guy, like other guys got to be ready to step up and make plays. That's right. Now I know you can't comment on it. I know you weren't there commenting on comment on it, but the officiating. Um, have you ever been in a professional game or NFL game where only one team had all the penalty calls and the other team had? Uh, I don't think so. I, I don't think I've never seen anything. I, ne- I, don't, I don't think I've never seen a crazier stat um, in my life, man. Um, obviously, you know, I'm, I'm, I've, I've said this, you know, to I've, I've said this after the game. You know, those guys get paid. You know. Just like everybody else, you know, they're human and just like everybody else. Mm-hmm. And the human eye can only see so much, man, with everything moving so fast, man. So um, I'm, I'm the type of guy I would never, you know, take the sore loser mentality and, and just, you know, cop out and say, you know, the referees, you know, won that game for the Eagles. Like I'm, I'm a, I'm, I'm, I'm very competitive. Um, I want every challenge and I'm just going to say like, we lost that game as a team. Mm-hmm. Um, my drop passes, um, just us not executing the way that we usually execute. So um, I'm not going to take that route and just say, hey, you know, the refs could have did better in this situation. You know, like those guys know what they got to do. They got a job to do, and I got a job to do. My job is to, you know, um, help this offense go. Their job is to make the calls whenever they see it. If they didn't see it, we move on. You feel me? That's how it is. I got to move on. I, I can't sit there and say, hey, ref, why didn't you call this? Like, in the game, I, I can't do it because then I'm worried about something else and I'm not worried mm-hmm. about the ball. So that's my mentality, man, every time. You know, it's crazy because, you know, growing up playing sports and we was all raised. I know that was a big thing in the South. Never leave it up to the refs. You leave it up to the refs, you leave it in the hands of the refs. You already lost. Let your let your play do the talking for you. Go out oh. there and make it indisputable. Make it necessarily not necessarily one sided, but don't leave any question, any doubt on the field. Or let one call or this call decide the fate of the game. So, and we see that all the time. Even when I mean, you know, hindsight twenty twenty, we seen um, it was a clear hold on you whenever you went up to make another catch. But you just like most of the ref, like with a flag, and then you kept it pushing. One no flag, that, you just that, went on to the sideline. That's, that's, that, that's my mentality, bro. Like, like right. people always say, "Reek, I need you to sell the flag." Like, I'm like, bro, look, it's my job to get open, bro. Like, he shouldn't even be that close to me, anyways. Like, I'm not finna sell nothing. I don't get paid to act, bro. I get paid played to strictly play football, bro. Like, you feel me? Like, when that time come and I feel like I'm actually getting held. You feel me? I'm gonna I'm sell it, but I feel like I, I could have done a better job on my route and got open. But besides that, like I don't, I don't get into all that, you know, faking and doing this. I don't, I don't got time for that, bro. Like I say that for like the people in Hollywood, <laughs> and that's what we call accountability. Now, speaking on your analysis and how you approach the game, what's your commentary on a quarterback crisis up in New York, man? What's going on? What you thinking? You know what, man? I'm a, I'm, I'm a huge fan of Danny Dimes, man, but it looks like Tyrod Taylor is trying to give him a run for his money right now. Those guys were able to go down and score their first home season, their, their first home game touchdown. Um, I don't think it was in the – I believe it was in the first half, and then they won the game. Um, but I'm still a Danny Dimes fan. 
you know, but mm. for, for Tyrod for, for Tyra Taylor to be able to step into the game and help this team continue to go and run smooth and operate and um, just help the young guys get aligned and stuff like that. It's, a, it's an awesome thing to see. And I, I just really hope that puts a fire up on the Danny Dimes, you know, ass and just helps him to say, you know what, I'm not going to let this guy take my spot. You feel me? Even mm. though I just got the huge contract, I still want to come back in and do my thing. But shout out to Tyra Taylor, though. I like that. I like that. You see how I set that up. I'm working on my journalism, man. But watch this. So, if ever given an opportunity to play quarterback, who's gonna, who, who Coach McDaniel going to pick? You or Jalen Waddle? Because we saw the video, and Jalen Waddle been talking crazy, saying that, man, you ain't built for that quarterback game. He's out through you every day of the week. Who, who, who wins that battle? He probably, who gets the call? I mean, obviously, he's going to pick me, man, because I'm, I'm much more of a weapon. <laughs> like, I'm much more. I, like, I can do so much with it, though. It's crazy. Like, my creativity is next level. Like and um like I'm 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 probably the most accurate left hander on our team, which is crazy. And Tua mm. and Tua can vouch for this because I don't want to be because I I don't I don't beat him in the accuracy throwing test. You feel me? Um. So yeah, man. Like if it comes down to it, if we need an emergency quarterback, fourth screen quarterback to go in and take some snaps, take some reps, I'm gonna go in and win us the game all day. I love it. I love it. I love it. Speaking of, if we stand on the quarterback position, man, um, the tush push that was used effectively by the Eagles this weekend, you know, mm-hmm. what do you think of it, man? People calling for it to be banned, man. Is it not just another play? Like, it's, why why ban it? <laughs> it's one of those plays that, you know what I'm saying, like, they they like starting a new wave. It's almost like what we're doing, doing like, with the motioning, but it's mm-hmm. it's, it's a QB sneak. Um, and mm-hmm. it's very unstoppable. I feel like with their all-pro offensive line, you know, that they got, and then Jalen Hurts, who's able to squat like 600 pounds, it's so hard to defend. Then you got A.J. Brown pushing you in the back. You got the tight end pushing you in the back. It's so hard to defend, man. Like, when you got those big guys up front um, doing a do, doing whatever, I, I don't know what it's called, and then just Jalen Hurts just picking a hole and deciding where to go. It's, it's hard to stop, man. Like, I've seen those guys do it fourth and two once and, and get it, which is crazy. So, right. I mean, if, if, if it ain't broke, you know what I'm saying, don't fix it. Continue to run it. Continue to do it. And I'm hoping that the league don't stop it. They shouldn't right. because it, it, right. I feel like it's legal. Um, and, and it's fun to watch. I was able to watch it in the game, and I was like, bro, so this is how they execute this play. This right. is how they, you know, they – they align, they, they get fast whenever they do it. You know what I'm saying? It's like a quick snap, and then they just go. Mm. So so I, I was reading, and I seen what a lot of people, not even just fans, but, you know, different commentators are talking about that could potentially be a health issue, a safety issue, just because all of that sheer force, how the linemen have to line up, how the quarterback, how they lift him in his back and push him forward, like they could ultimately become a safety hazard four players when you down in that down in that dungeon and down in that pit and do you see that as being i mean football in general is a, a safety concern anyway exactly is that any more dangerous than just a regular playing football you know as a receiver you might catch a pass turn your back boom and go into some somebody hit you um do you see that ever posing a health or a safety concern not solely just for the quarterback but for the for the linemen, for the receivers, everybody who's pushing forward in that. No, I, I don't think it's, you know, um anything, you know, different from anything that's being done in football. Um because the contact is so close. I can see if it, it was like a huge impact, but besides that, um I, I think it's safe. Um 
there are like no direct clear shots at anybody. And it's just, it's just all about, you know, who's the strongest and low man win wins. And it seems like to me, they always win at that place. So <laughs> don't take it away, man. NFL, somebody will stop it. Somebody will stop it. That's with anything. Like you said, somebody will stop it. Somebody's going to formulate some kind of stand against it, some kind of uh, play call against it just to, you know, take the ease out of that play. Because, like yeah, you said, exactly. he squats 600. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? He's a strong dude. He's damn near stronger than some of his linemen, more than likely, squat. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, being able to push 600, he may be the, the, the force behind that play. And yeah. that's why. It's so effective, not necessarily because of not taking any credit from away from anybody, because that's a solid moving train whenever they run that. But it seems like you squatting over six hundred, it's gonna be hard to stop him, and he pushing forward too. Yeah. Speaking of safety concerns, Kareem Jackson, what you think, man? Four game suspension. Was it a dirty hit? Was it just a big play? You know, wide receiver turned into it. What you think? I think it's one of those. I mean, I. It's definitely not a dirty play. You know, I know Kareem. Um, I know he's not, you know, looking for no kind of ill intent or anything. He's not trying to hurt anybody. Like, he's one of those veteran guys, you know, that actually, you know, plays the game the right way. Um, he loves the game so much that um, I've seen him a dozen times, you know, um, in that same scenario, make make the correct NFL tackle that they want. And um, it comes a point. It comes a point, man, whenever you're playing this game that, like, we actually want to play football. Like, we actually, like, want to see – like, we don't want to see nobody get hurt, God forbid. Yeah. But, like, at, at the end of the day, like, this is how football is supposed to be played. And for the NFL to suspend him the way that they're trying to do four games, it's crazy to me. It's ridiculous to me, man. Um, he, he didn't hit him in the knees. Like, I feel like it was like a he, he leaned his, his shoulder into his chest – and I thought it was a, I thought it was a fair tackle. Um, the collision did, didn't look so good, and the way the guy mm-hmm. hit the ground didn't look so good. But besides that, man, it was NFL. They they got to stop that, man. Because I've been hit like that probably twice in my career. It wasn't fun, mm-hmm. but um, it was like one of those moments where it's like, okay, I I, I probably can make him mix next time he come down, or it's it's like a different angle I need to take on my route. So. Um, it, it, it was crazy to see that the NFL um, suspend him the way that they're doing. I'm, I'm hoping that he appeal it, which he said he w- he was. And I'm, I'm sure that the NFL will say, hey, man, like, we'll give you a game or two. So, Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. What do you think about it? Um, you know me. I, I slowed. I slowed the video down. And I look at it like in that moment, the receiver, his back was obviously to him, and he turned into it. So I look at it like, what does he get suspended if this guy never actually turned after catching the ball to make a football uh, move? Would that collision have been as bad if he would have just continually and got hit in his back? I don't think any suspension would have came as a part of that. I think he was already in motion. I think just the sheer speed at which he was moving at, he couldn't have 
taking anything off of that hit. I'm sure he didn't expect to, you know, hit him right underneath in his neck area or whatnot. Uh, but I, I don't think it was a dirty play. I think stuff was already in motion. It was just one of those things, man. I don't think it was intentional. Like you said, I don't think it was malicious. I think it was just a bang, bang play and that collision just happened. You know, and I, I will say this, like, um, love what the NFL are trying to do, trying to protect offensive players. But at the same time, though, like, um, like people want to see a lot of people want to see touchdowns, but, um, like, let those guys play football too on the defensive side of the ball because if not, that, that same scenario what happened in Minnesota with Stephon Diggs taking that 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 out route for the game to, mm-hmm. to the house that possibly right. could have been the same thing too though because I feel like Marcus Williams he was trying to protect Stephon Diggs he wasn't trying to hit him the same way Kareem Jackson hit him so right. This game is it's slowly turning. I mean, it, it it is an offensive game. We all know that. Everybody want to see touchdowns. They want to see the celebrations. They want to see the speed and stuff like that. But, I mean, let, just let the guys play, man. You, you got to let the ball players play, baby. And, that, and that, that's not crazy coming from you because I know you. <laughs> you love that physicality and the competition. I love um, it, bro. That's what I live off of. As a receiver, though, like – Walk me through that. I know plenty of fans want to know, like, whenever you're lining up, are you looking at, like, safety DB? I know you do that anyway, but if it's a big hitting dude over there, like, are you going to cut off your route to try to avoid that collision as in your head? Oh, I got to be cautious on where I catch this route at because X, Y, Z coming, he's going to clean me up. Does that ever alter, you know, some of the routes you run? Or do you uh, even think about that? No, nah, I know. I mean, I, re- I really don't think about that because at the end of the day, um, the quarterback going to always make you right. Feel me? If you got a real good quarterback and we got a real good quarterback, um, if a safety is out of position, you know, trying to, you know, play his own game or, you know, hit hit a guy, um, the quarterback will easily, you know, throw it to the other side and, and replace that guy. and It'll be a touchdown. You feel me? So um, guys, guys stay true, true to their coverages whenever they play in the NFL. You feel me? So if they got cover two, they typically going to be um, 12 yards off the ball and they going to get – um, I, I don't know the saying, whatever they say on the defensive side of the ball, and they're going to get like a certain width, you know what I feel me? So mm-hmm. you're going you gonna to know exactly where, where where they are on your backside mm-hmm. whenever you catch the ball. So, um, yeah, man, my only my only thing thinking about that, my only thing when it comes to getting tackled is getting tackled by them big guys on the inside. <laughs> I don't want nobody to fall with me. That's the only Thank thing you. I'm worried about. <laughs> it Needed to Be Said is brought to you by Manscaped. Julius. What do you think about my stash these days? Like a young Richard Roundtree from Shaft in 1971, my guy. So keep, <laughs> keep rocking it. Keep rocking it. I'm with it. I'm with it. All thanks to the new lawnmower 5.0 Ultra from Manscaped, my boy. It's got a new cutting edge design and next generation dual skin safe blade heads for different kind of shades. Join the 9 million man worldwide by going to manscaped.com and get 20% off plus free shipping only if you use the code cheetah taking it on the go manscape has you covered this puppy comes with a travel case and even a travel lock feature to avoid any accidental powering and looks in the airport so you won't get people looking at you kind of weird if you want to run like cheetah if you want to look like cheetah if you want to be like cheetah go get yourself a nice mustache use code cheetah for 20 percent off plus free shipping at manscaped.com that's 20 percent off plus free shipping with the code cheetah at manscaped.com what's the tallest guy the biggest guy you ever got hit by like was it a lineman or what 
Because you know, yeah. I know you say you don't want them big guys following you because they stand in six nine, six eight, you five nine, ten, five ten. Oh. Like <laughs> I got, I got hit by uh, Jerry Hughes when I was playing with the Chiefs. I had mm-hmm. did like a double motion, and mm-hmm. I had like a slide right out the backfield, bro. Mm-hmm. He wasn't even trying to hit me. He was trying to rush the pass, passer and get the pat. I turned my head and he and I ran into him. Like I fell to the ground. He didn't even tackle me. I I hit him and I and I grabbed my bro, my whole le- right leg was hurting so bad. I was limping the whole game. I look up. He he just standing there and say, "Bro." He was like, "Bro, why did you just hit me?" I'm like, "Bro, like what?" <laughs> like he got mad at me like like what? So you bumped him. Like, <laughs> so you bumped him too. Yeah, I, I ain't even move him at all. Like it was like crazy. I was running full speed too. It's like these, like them big dudes in, on that inside. They are strong, physical, and they, hey, they, they got some anger issues in there too. I believe. <laughs> they <laughs> they hungry on that field. Boy, they, they hungry, boy. Man, and, and for real. And it's crazy because you know, as a fan, you know, watching the weather in person on TV, we see these big old dudes running out. Sometimes they stomach come out. People like, man, this dude. And I'm like, dude, dude, six eight. Jordan Davis, six eight. Jordan Davis for the Eagles, number nine. Bro, they're like, what? He every bit of six hey. seven, three forty five, <laughs> looking like he looking like Baby D off motherfucking next Friday. <laughs> Yo, man, bro is a straight unit. Like nothing against y'all offensive line, but boy, Jordan Davis. That's a big dude. Like, just think. Awesome. People like, oh, they off the lines got beat down. Do they understand just how big Jordan Davis is? Man, it take it take four people to block, bro. <laughs> like, but it did wait. He did wait. Like, so you you ain't moving him uh, unless you get like a, a pure double team on him. Like, he he the truth. And then you got Jalen Carter, Fletcher Cox. You got all those guys. They like they got a real good D line, man. Brandon Graham, right? Hassan Riddick, like Josh Sweat, like. Come on, the list goes on, man. Derek Barnett, the list goes like they can just keep rotating guys in, like like they got a starting five, like just keep rotating guys in. I was like, bro, like who are <laughs> these guys, bro? Like Jordan Davis, though, dude, like yeah. bro, even at Jordan, like dude is huge. Speaking of which, we need to get him in the Oklahoma jury. Mm-hmm. What you think? <laughs> who, you, who you got for him? You going up with him or who, who you, no, who you I got think, with him on the Oklahoma drill? Nah, for somebody from the Dolphins to go up against him in the Oklahoma drill, I'm, I'm going to pick uh, – hold on. I'm going to pick David Long, our middle linebacker. Our middle mm-hmm. linebacker, David Long, going to hit. He every bit of 5-9. You need to set that up. Now, just, just for even knowing you and speaking with you, how you speak passionately about, you know, Addressing players, how 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 we characterize their play, um, you have a different love for it. I know we spoke about that earlier about your love for the game. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think sometimes in football, an injury or a situation may cause a player to potentially lose that that drive or whatever they have for the game? Yeah, sometimes, man. I I, I feel like uh, we we we've all been there. You feel me? Mm-hmm. But I feel like, man, um, me being in the situations that I've been in, you know, playing with, uh, playing for Coach Reed, being around guys like Pat Kelsey, um, guys who really love the game of football, um, seeing seeing how those guys operate, you know, I, I feel like 
some of them done rubbed off on me, man. And anytime I, I get hurt, like, I'm, I'm still eager to go back in. Like every time I cramp up, like I can use that as an injury and feel sorry for myself, but I don't. Like I'm like, bro, like let me get back on the field. Like I'm ready. Like I'm eager. You feel me? So, mm-hmm. um, like, like people, like a lot of people got to understand. Like we have a very young team. We're still learning and. Like once we get to where we want to get, man, like it's gonna be special because you gotta think about it. Like we get, we got we got a lot of guys to get back: Jalen Ramsey, mm-hmm. Teron Armstead, Devon A. Chain, Connor Williams. Like the, the list goes on. Xavier Howard. Mm-hmm. List goes on. Like this is a nasty team. This probably it's probably the best team I don't. This is the best team I done been on. Like depth, depth chart wise, this is the best team I done been on. So nice, nice. Now Deshaun Watson, you saw where he left the game. Yeah. Um, what do you what do you think about that? His situation, his injury. Um, what do you think about that? Um, Deshaun Watson, he's a Georgia boy, man. I love Deshaun. Um, mm-hmm. I I, I want to see him succeed. Like every time he step on the field, I want him to succeed. My biggest thing for him is I want him to stay healthy. Like I want him to be able to clear his mind, go out there and be dominant, just like he was whenever he was on the Texans. Because like they got a real good team down there. Their, their defense is balling. He got a ton of weapons on the offensive side of the ball. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I really want them to do well. Um, and like a Georgia boy, like I I, I never <laughs> say anything bad about him, uh, really by anybody in the league. But I want to see Deshaun Watson succeed so bad. But I can't want it for him though. He gotta want it, man. <laughs> he you might need it. to sit down with him, man, and and and. and, and do what you do to us whenever the, the, the subject of football comes up. I think I told you earlier, you start naming players from the 60s. I'm like, this dude, he he embedded man, in it. Hey, sometimes, bro, like, I can't even talk to people, man. Like, mm-hmm. I can't even talk to people, like certain people, man, because they don't love the game as much as I love the game. And they don't know how much, like, how hard I had to work to get to where I am today. You feel me? So they don't speak the same language as me. That's why whenever I'm in the Miami Dolphins training facility, I, I don't even talk to some people, bro, because they don't speak the same language as me, bro. Like, I only talk to certain people in that building because certain people only speak my language. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Like, I like I love – I. I say hey to you and I'm gonna keep it pushing. But if I have an actual conversation with you, bro, like you speak, like we speak in the same language, like you mm-hmm. you understand like what, what we got going on. Like, you feel me? And I fool with you. So that's how I am with just anything about football. Cause I love it. Like I've been dreaming about doing this since I was a kid. And now that I'm here, man, like I I just need to feel people energy who, who got the same wavelength as me. And I need that. Now you spoke about having love for Georgia boys. You'll never speak out against them or anybody in the NFL. McCole Hartman. How happy yeah, are you for that guy? Meek. How happy yeah. are you happy for McCole, man? Yeah, Meek, man, for McCole to be able to go back, man, and have a huge punt return in that game to set them up for a game winning drive is so wholesome to me, man, because um I, I I was there with him in KC and you know, me and him had a chance to have conversations. You know, whether we were playing video games or whether we was on the phone talking about, you know, his situation in New York. And I'm just happy to just see my boy smiling on the sideline, having a good time, man. And it's, and it's fun to see, man. Like, it's always fun to see, like, people that you know succeed in the league. And it's like, bro, like, yeah, I know more coming too, though. So, oh, sure. and, I, and I know how you felt about, you know, his time with the Jets. 
Yeah. But how crazy is that? The Jets got the jet and didn't fly that mother. And I, I feel I don't know, man. I, I, I can't speak <laughs> on the situation because I wasn't there. And right. you know, I don't, I don't pillow talk. I don't, I don't share me and me cold conversations. For sure. But for sure, it, it, I, I don't know, man. Um, right. But he's a weapon. He is he's a weapon. A, he's a weapon, and I think he proved that as soon as he got back on the field. You know, he, he's comfortable on that field. Fresh he's off, comfortable the in that uniform. Fresh off, what he was at two days before he did that. Mm-hmm. And he just fell back in the rhythm of things. So shout out, shout out to Cole, man. Good luck, man. Hold it down for Georgia, man. Hold it down, baby. Now, your favorite commentator. He told you to watch your mouth. Stephen A. Smith. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Will Tyreek Hill watch his mouth whenever he's speaking about sports, whenever he's speaking his opinion about the game that he loves, when he's speaking his opinion about his quarterback that he's going to ride or die for no matter what. Will Tyreek Hill, the cheetah, watch his mouth. Man, I I think it never. I think it it would never be a situation for me to watch my mouth, man. Whenever I'm talking about the game that I grew up playing, the game that my father taught me how to play, man. So, I don't know what's up with these um, analysts, man. Thinking that you know they got the credentials to talk about the, the sport that we live every day, you know. Like, I, I got to sit in meetings for like literally sixty hours a week. You feel me? Um, learning about the plan, learning about the details and everything. I got to figure out so so I can go out there and perform. So um, now there are certain analysts that that be talking the truth now, like the guys that actually done played the game of football. Now. Stephen A. Smith, he is a great analyst, but I feel like whenever he mm-hmm. talks about football, like he just don't know what he's talking about sometimes. You feel me? Like he's a basketball guy. So for mm-hmm. him to be able to say that I'm not, you know what I'm saying? I, I'm, I, what, what did you say he said? He said you need to watch him out because he got seven TVs that he watched in his basement, and he watched all the games on his seven TVs. All his TVs probably got <laughs> LeBron posters on them. <laughs> it's, it's, it's crazy, man. So, yeah, for him to be able to just say that, man, I, I just feel like his take on tour was lazy. He had a very lazy take on tour. Like, he, he didn't do his homework. Like, he just saw highlights. It was a very lazy take on him. I just called him out. And he couldn't take it. Couldn't but you know what's you know what's crazy about it? He couldn't own the fact that he actually said what people said he said about Tua. Yeah, it was right. It was crazy. But he wasn't a front runner because what he said, all those passes ain't 19, 20, 30 yards. And he, while he was praising you, hats off, you know, he 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 praised you when he was asked, what did he say? Tua mm-hmm. he is Tua your front runner MVP? He says no. He said Tyreek Hill got to be in that conversation, which, you know, we agree. Yeah, but I, in yeah. praising you, what he did was also take from your quarterback, right? By saying, oh, he, I'm not giving him credit for a three-yard slant to Tyreek Hill and Tyreek Hill taking a 65 yards to the house. And Shannon Sharp them had to check him like, yo, who else going to give it to him? 
Yeah, that, <laughs> you feel my, my, my whole thing is whenever people and, you know, naysayers online try to talk about, you know, who's the MVP of our team is, my thing is Tua is the franchise quarterback. He is our guy. He's the engine. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's the guy that makes this team go. Everybody knows that. Like, he's the guy that can make every pass on the field. Without him, we wouldn't be where we are. Now, me being me, I'm just the energy, baby. Like, I'm the guy that brings life. Like, I'm the guy that gets guys up. Like, I'm I'm the hype man, basically. You feel me? Like, he, like, like he the artist, and I'm the hype man. I'm just here to support him. Like, you feel me? So, without Tua, like, none of, none of this would be possible. Um, I, I still be, you know, crushing it a little bit, but I probably wouldn't, I probably wouldn't have the same numbers that I would have this season. You know what I'm saying? Without QB one back there. So two is definitely, I feel like the MVP of the league right now, he's leading statistically, Mm -hmm. get that right. Statistically (laughs) and damn near every category. Right. I sounded like Stephen A. Smith right there. A little bit. A little bit. But but the the gall of that to say because he, he said no and then he says well they discussed golf right yeah but he never went into any specific details on why two is not his lead for MVP other than these short passes yeah so reasonable minds in the world assumed and they ain't making ass of themselves because that's exactly what he said mm-hmm. that that's the reason why. But then he go back on TV and say he didn't say that. Yeah, it's it's crazy, bro. Like, like we all got the clip where you clearly said it. Like, there's no backtrack. There's no way you can get that erased because the way people operate today, they're going to screen record and they're going to post it on Twitter. And then they're going to at you, too, to let you know that you said that exact thing. So that's I, I, just find, I, just, I just find it um, disingenuous for – him to take that position and like you said roll the tape he said what he said you got to have receipts where you come from come for him bro it's on your show <laughs> hey you know what people always say you know what people always say you, mm-hmm. you are called in 4k <laughs> he called in 4k you mind if i deviate for a second bro you know they said you're my best friend i can do this that ain't too much is it but <laughs> what he said um this no name individual he's tired of no name individuals getting the opportunity to interview the stars yeah i don't i don't i don't get that take either man like it's just i i guess it's just one of those scenarios where he's just jealous you feel me like he wanted to be the individual to be able to like have conversations with with, with the athletes and Stephen a if you want that opportunity baby i'm just a phone call away man it's a phone <laughs> call away man I'm, I'm able to talk anytime you know anywhere any place, wherever you want to do it, that baby boy. I think I think you're absolutely right. I think it came from well, well you know, my pops. He's gonna give me some scripture. He say, out of out of an abundance of the heart, the mouth will speak, right? And I think he went off script, and he said how he really felt. Like to call somebody a no name or a nobody, to me that reeks of privilege, right? It reeks of classism because they don't have the national platform that you may have, you start to look down on them. And like, it, it didn't dawn on me, because you know, I know the arena that we in, right? It's a podcast, a social media arena, anybody can say what they want to say, and oh, people yeah, laugh sure. about it. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't start noticing until, dude, I got a call from judges, from attorneys, from 
coaches, the wife, like, yo, this is what he's really saying. He's looking down on you, but I'm glad you created this, this platform. Um, and it, from what I've seen, it's motivated more and more players to go out and create their own platform and tell their own stories and their own voice and how they want it to be told as opposed to letting a journalist sit down with you and learn your most darkest moments and use it to prepare their um, career. So mm-hmm. thank you for leading the way for that, bro. Yep, yep, yep. Y'all got the Patriots coming up. I know I was critical of Mac Jones. He went crazy. Last minute win. Are you concerned about the Patriots? Are you concerned about Mac Jones? I said he ain't got no dog in him. I probably heard it because you saw him and Jaseki doing that that nasty gritty. Like, <laughs> you think he gonna bring that gritty? Is he gonna bring it back? You know what? I love Mike G. You know what? Uh, he was my locker buddy whenever he was playing in Miami, and I I do not want to see that gritty in Miami. <laughs> I'm going to talk to every defensive player and say, do not let Mike gritty. Mike, I said Mike, Mike Jacecki, Gritty. Not call him Mike Gritty. <laughs> yeah, that's his name, Mike Gritty in Miami. Because if he's able to pull off a Gritty in Miami, we, we'll never hear the end of it, man. He's going to call – he's probably going to call everybody and just say, hey, guys, look, I'm Gritty in Miami, the team that should have kept me. You feel me? But are we concerned? Um, yes, we are. Patriots are a real good team. They got a real good coach, and that defense is very – that defense is stifling. You know, a lot of playmakers on that team, they added J.C. Jackson. It's going to be a good game. Um, obviously, you know, the weather plays a key factor down here as a 12th man um, in Miami. So it's going to be a real good game. I, I think um, those guys are, are really finding their identity. So each and every week we got to bring our, um, our A game. And if we don't, um, we're going to be on the, on the losing side this weekend. So I'm looking what forward to it, What are you expecting to, it, to see on coverage? What 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 are your expectations on the different kind of coverages that they're going to hit you with? Man. I know it's a team game, but I'm asking you what they going to hit the cheetah with. Man, so Coach Bill Belichick, he every time I play against him, man, like he's a he's a Hall of Fame coach. Obviously, mm-hmm. he does a great job of just not allowing me to just be me, bro. Like he he whether it's like hitting me at the line of scrimmage with deep defensive ends, or whether it's putting three guys to put their eyes on me or, or just telling the defensive back to say, hey, you play underneath and you're going to have a guy over top. He just does a great job with it, man. And um, me being me, I just got to find small ways to get open. You feel me? Because mm-hmm. in every game, there's not one defensive coordinator. Well, I, I'm not – I'm going to take that back. It's going to be one opportunity or two opportunities for me to get open. You feel mm-hmm. me? And just like last week, they doubled me on the touchdown. Mm-hmm. If coach calls the play at the right time, just like he did last week, mm-hmm. you feel me? It's going to be touchdown. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Um, and me and Tua just got to be on the same page. So mm-hmm. this week at practice, I got, me and Tua got to talk just like we did it all last week. Like, hey, if they double me, I'm an inside release. You feel me? If they do this this certain coverage, if it's single high coverage and the corner plays outside, I'm going to set him up this way and I'm going to do something else. Um, so the communication has to be at an all-time high whenever facing a Hall of Fame coach like this because – he loves his defense and he understands how to play me because I've been played against him ever since I came into the league and he mm-hmm. does a great job of slowing me down. So got to be on top of everything this week. So once y'all, once you score, will there be an appropriate gritty displayed? So Mac Jones <laughs> and Jaseki can properly or adequately see how the gritty is supposed it, to go. You, you know what's crazy? I was actually thinking about mocking them by, by doing the gritty <laughs> the exact same way that they did. 
so that, that, that would be a dope celebration. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, uh, I, but what's crazy is I got a dope celebration that I want to do this weekend. You no, know, I've been saving it in my bag. I wanted, I was going to do it on my second touchdown. That's probably why I dropped that pass. Cause I, when I called it, I was like, Oh yeah, this is touchdown. I'm already thinking about what I'm going to do. So it's, so I'm saving it. Here we go. I'm saving it. I'm saving it, man. Celebrations. So when I first saw your celebration last game, I only seen because the the camera they only show you on the ground shaking or flipping over. So uh-huh. I look at Jamil. I say, I know he ain't imitating having a seizure. I didn't see the <laughs> nah, nah, I didn't nah. see the player with the fishing rod. You fishing, where that, baby? Where that come from, man? <laughs> man I, I, you know what's crazy? I love fishing. You know, I fish. Mm-hmm. You know, damn near every time I got an off day, and mm-hmm. like, it was just one of those celebrations that. Um, we, we can get the whole office involved in. We got Big Rob Hunt fishing. We got the rest of the guys coming up. Like, 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 it's like a prize. Like, it's like a tournament style. And they just caught, like, the biggest fish. They, mm-hmm. Those guys just caught the cheetah. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So, they're lining up. Braxton taking a picture of the big catch. <laughs> and the whole offense is involved. Like, that's what it's about. When we score, it's our time to have fun and, you know, just enjoy that moment and remember that all of the hard work that it took to get you know, into the end zone because it, it's hard, especially when you're going against an Eagles defense. It's hard to score in this league. And for us to be able to pull off that celebration on Sunday night football is definitely one of my highlights. And then also after that touchdown, I was able to go get my son a touchdown ball. Tyree there you Virginia. go. I was fired up, man. There you go. So now real quick, you know, we always do the predictions. What you're giving Dolphin fans, what, what, what predictions we get from you this this week as far as wins, yards, whatever you want to give us? Uh, I say five receptions for 102 yards. Ah, oh, man, I'm going to have to light the group chat up. The group chat up. You already know I'm going up with it. At. And a W for the fans, obviously. And, and a W for the fans, obviously. I like it. One last thing. So many commentators, not so many, but different commentators saying that they're not convinced because the Dolphins hadn't beat a top-ranked team. What, what, what's your take on that? You know what? I really can't, you know, speak too much on it. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Um, people, everybody has their certain opinions about um, who's mm-hmm. their favorite uh, mm-hmm. and, and what's that because at the end of the day, uh, it's any given Sunday. You know, anybody mm-hmm. can win, anybody can lose. And if, if, if I was up to sit up here and just worry about other people's opinion, then I'm focused on the wrong thing. So I got to focus on what's at hand. What's at hand is the Patriots in the next game and working on this goal of getting 2,000 yards. So that's my mindset on it. As bad as I want to talk about it, I can't because I got to focus on <laughs> the mindset of these yards, these wins. We got to stack these wins, man. We got to stack them, especially against a division opponent. Mm. There you go. Appreciate it.